0: I thought I'd hop on here today and talk about racism because somebody called me a racial slur today and I'm not happy about it. I've been trying to chill out, keep a low profile because you guys who've been following me know how I feel about race relations in in America. You know how I feel about race relations for pre-meds. You know how I feel about race relations for medical school admissions. And so I've been trying to keep a low profile and I guess I'm supposed to open for you guys next week, but today someone called me a racial slur. So I'm not gonna tolerate it. So we're gonna talk about that today. And we're gonna talk about the facts and the reality behind racism and discrimination in medical school admissions. And we're gonna talk about the real deal about racism existing and discrimination existing and how that plays out for students and how this flip flam, flippity flops and people aren't paying attention. And we continue to have issues like what's happening this week. Uh, It's about over, so let's talk about it. But stop making excuses, stop whining, Stop, right? Get at it. No excuses, just dominate. All right, so I'm gonna apologize off top, guys. You guys know I'm a fiery individual. And uh, I apologize for the rough coarse language in this video. If your children are around, plug their ears. Cause tonight, we're gonna get a little uncensored. It's very, very important that we understand, guys. It's the first thing. You guys get nothing else from this video because there's a bunch of characters out here who want to say something and don't understand the freaking thing. And the very first thing I want to say, guys, is that because someone houses an unpopular opinion, whether their opinion is valid, whether it's not valid, gives you no right to ever, ever call someone a name, particularly a name, a word associated with severe pain and trauma and devastation, discrimination throughout time. And today somebody called me a coon, a coon, y'all, C-O-O-N, a coon, I'm a coon. And I was perplexed at someone calling me a coon, particularly because this person was a black college student who was telling another student who was excited to listen to me and take advantage of one of my free resources for you guys as students, was telling not to support me because I'm a coon a gosh darn coon and the reason i was a coon because again guys i don't give no 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 cares at all about people's and their feelings if you have the gall to say something you always got to stand behind it and whether you guys agree with me or disagree with me i never backpedal from anything i say because everything i say i say exactly what the what i mean no ifs ands or buts about it i don't have no sponsors i gotta worry about Nobody owns me. I can say exactly what, what I feel as a black man in 2020 living in America. I got all the rights to say exactly how I feel. And I asked the student, because again, why not, right? If you're going to call somebody a coon, back it up. And this is the problem with some of you young people, right? And this is why right? I'm one of, I've now turning one of those old gray who says it's young people. But everything you say has meaning, is substantial, is something. And there is accountability to everything you say. Does everybody understand what I'm saying right now? And just because you feel a certain way at any point, and as a physician who deals with skinheads, neo-Nazis, people who would spit on me if I wasn't their doctor, I'm here to tell you, just because you disagree with how somebody feels about you, you disagree with someone says, you can never, never is it appropriate to call somebody a name, never. 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 This week, like every week, black people are getting killed. If you guys don't recognize the plight of the black person in America, you're sadly mistaken. And some of you guys are going to tune out right now. Like, Oh, my gosh, this guy. So I say black power 365 days a year. You don't have to ask me. Hey, what you, I got black power. 100 percent of the time. Just because I believe in black power doesn't mean I don't love everybody of any culture and race. But it's like saying black lives matter. I have to say it because not everybody understands that. Not everybody understands that black people can be successful, that bland people can be capable. And it's terribly disappointing. It's terribly disappointing when you have someone who's out here trying to help students, giving up my time. I just got off a shift, y'all, that you wouldn't believe working the COVID floor. And I'm here, and I'm on here. I got my drive home. I'm getting messages from people saying, hey, did you see this? Somebody's blasting that you're a coon and we shouldn't follow you and you're against black people. And I asked the student, I said, hey, why would you say that? And here's what the student said. Listen, the student said, you said, you blatantly said, it's more difficult for students from HBCUs to get in to medical school. And if you guys have seen that video or that podcast episode, it's 30-some-odd minutes long. And in the video, I explain, right, people only acknowledging it this week. Apparently, racism disappears every other 51 weeks of the year. But this week, we got racism all of a sudden. I said in the video, if you go to an HBCU, when you apply, they know you're applying from an HBCU, which means, statistically, you are what? A person of color. So if I'm just trying to be strategic and I'm trying to get students into medical school and I'm trying to increase diversity, wouldn't it be a fair statement to say, since most medical school admissions people are not black and because we actually have concrete studies that show admissions are racially and culturally biased, wouldn't it make sense for me to say, hey, before you go to a HBCU, It's a great experience, lots of opportunities there. But think about some of the downsides to it. One of which being, if you come out of HBCU, people are gonna see HBCU and they're going to discriminate against you. Why? Because racism and discrimination, despite what people wanna believe, are perfectly real. Happen every single day. And as a former student of color, and now physician of color, we have to be up front, and we have to say 365 days of the year just because it hurts your delicate ears, racism is real. Being a student of color in higher education, no matter what color you are, that's a different journey. Being a black male in college when no one looks like you and everybody assumes you're on the football team, the basketball team, oh, what sport do you play? Why would you ask me that? I wouldn't ask you that. Oh, because I'm black? I must be on a sports team. That's the only way I'm qualified to be here. So when someone says to you, hey, listen, medical schools don't want to see your dark self in their school. Real talk. That doesn't make me a coon. And it's insidious. Like, like, it's infuriating. Because I get lots of hate mail, guys. You guys, I I, I tell you the other thing. I get messages i got called <laughs> this morning before that happened in my inbox i got called a porch monkey which is always my favorite always stands out to me this morning i called a porch monkey by someone who said essentially that i represent that i'm part of the fire of people being out here and and doing protests and i'm a porch monkey and i expect that in my dms and private messages whatever because we don't have like But we have to understand, guys, racism is real. And my whole point to everybody, the whole point in this video is, am I outside protesting? No. Why? Because I don't believe that you being out in the streets, do you know what Donald Trump is doing right now? He's laughing. He's laughing. Why, guys? Why would Donald Trump be laughing right now at everybody marching through the streets? I'm gonna teach you guys some high-level strategy politics. Why is Donald Trump jumping for joy that people are taking to the streets in mass? Why is he laughing, guys? Let's talk about it. Like I said, I'll say the exact reel that nobody else wants to say. I'll say the uncomfortable stuff. So we can save it here, right? Why is Donald Trump laughing? Because it's the law of large groups. If you mob into the street, with 500 people, with 1,000 people, with 2,000 people, there's going to be 1,999 people who were there for the right reason, who were there to say that, man, we are sick of being stomped on. It is unacceptable. There's a question of whether a black man who has a knee shut into the back of his neck until blood flows from his nose and he cardiac arrests, if that was justified. But you're going to have one knucklehead who's not there for the right reason. And he's gonna grab a brick. And he's gonna throw that brick through a window. And that's a loud sound, the kerrang. And then police are gonna come. And then people are gonna say, wait a minute, we're peacefully protesting. Why are you coming at us? And then a skirmish ensues. And we know that as a news, it's not bias. It's news thinking about ratings. Do I wanna see a peaceful march on my news if I'm the average consumer? I want to see that car on fire. I want to see the hoodlums breaking into stores. I want to see that. So now Trump can sit up there and say, look at these. Look at these, as he said, thugs in the street, all of them. And now you have all these good people who have great intentions, who are being lumped in with one knucklehead who probably isn't even there part of the protest. It's all about a visual. And if you guys can't see that and you guys don't understand about your careers, your image is everything, is everything. Because when medical admissions, what is it about? Medical schools are judging you on your image. They're saying, wait a minute, what does this student have to offer? And when I tell you, and again, I only talk from fact, guys. I know for a fact there's two schools, top tier schools that won't interview you if you're from an HBCU. Do you hear me? No matter how excellent you are, they're like, nah, don't want them. Don't want them. Don't want them. Nah, probably some darkies. Nah, we don't, we don't need it here. Imagine that. And they'll tell me this because it's behind closed doors. And this is the whole point. It, like, it, it, like it, what Racism, when it's behind closed doors, people will spout that. How many of you guys know people who on their private profile, right, or in their secret message group, are saying, what are these, I mean, I understand that maybe, maybe that guy didn't deserve to die, but why would you be in the streets? These, these hoodlums, these thugs, right? And I'm using that vernacular so you hear how, like, when I say hoodlum, what do you think of? Close your eyes, what do you picture? When I say thug, what do you picture? It's language, it matters. So think about people who are in private saying all this nasty stuff, but then on Tuesday, Blackout Tuesday, they're going to go ahead and post a little black square talking about Black Lives Matter, Blackout Tuesday, I'm with the black people. Where you been the other five months of the year? Where you been the last 50 years? Where you been? I don't respect people who post one black square and say, yeah, I'm with the black people. Where are you at when you see somebody being actively discriminated against? Where are you at when your group of friends is like, look at that darkie over there, blah, blah, blah. Where are you at? Where are you at? So I watch. I want all you guys to watch because everybody's like, oh my gosh, we haven't seen anything like this ever. We haven't seen anything like this ever? We've never seen a black man get killed for being black ever? Hmm. <laughs> We've never seen a, wait, let's let's get more specific. Have we ever seen a black man yelling out, I can't breathe as the police officers proceeded to kill his black ass? Have we ever seen that? I'm going to have to think because as, as, as I recall, maybe this is the first time I've ever seen a black man yell, I can't breathe as he was being actively killed by police. Have we ever seen this before? Anybody, has anybody ever seen this before? Because apparently this is the first time it's ever happened. This has opened up our eyes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Black people out here getting killed? This is entirely new information to me. I don't understand. How come no one told me about this? Such things have never crossed my eyes. Think about this, guys. What has happened since the last time a black man was killed? Let's be real about it. This guy got killed last week. There were other black people got killed, got abused. Here in San Diego, we had a wrongful arrest happen the day after. They had footage and they still didn't release the guy. He's a minority. My question to everybody who's posting black squares, where are you at next week? That's why I planned all my videos. I got stuff in the vault. I'm bringing the big, I literally took off the phone the phone today. One of my colleagues just talked and I bring ups to him. My boy Mark just talked at UCLA grand rounds today, took the time and I'm going to have him on next week. We ran through what he was going to say and he spoke the message, the truth, the reality where he said, listen, I don't want y'all condolences today. Where you been my first couple years in this program when I was talking to you about racism? And this is my exact question to all you guys. Don't let people gas you up and act like they're on your team and they aren't on your team. I'm here every day, every which way, talking to students. Jason, all my students on here. No, I'm available. I don't want to hear everybody's black squares. Black Lives Matter this week. Where were you last week? Where are you next week? Watch. I want you guys to watch all your feeds. I want to see if anybody next week is talking about black lives. Right? Sally E just said it. One black post is just drowning out of the voices. What are we doing? Josh Allen just said it. I'm still going to be black in America. I can't, I can't hide my black skin. You see me like that's a black mother. He's black. You can see me from afar. We have to understand racism, discrimination is alive and well. And this is a two-sided, three-sided, four-sided topic. And the first thing I want to say is racism is alive and well. We have to acknowledge it. We have to speak it out. That's the first thing. The second thing is, is we have to stop with the segregation, with the division. We have to understand there's good people and bad people of all complexions. Just because somebody's black doesn't make them my black brother. Did you hear what I just said? Just because somebody's black doesn't make them my black brother. Just because someone's white doesn't make them, right, my white oppressor. So please stop generalizing everybody. We are all individual people trying to do right by our families, by ourselves, in search of love, in search of better lives for for each other. There are bad people of every complexion. So it makes no sense to categorize groups, right? Black people, thugs, take to the street. We can't do that. That's the first thing. The second thing is, guys, Despite racism, despite discrimination, as I said in the video in question, you can overcome all racism, all discrimination in 2020. You just gotta be mentally strong enough. And I say this, because it's very important. There are people out here who will tell you because you're dark, because you've been discriminated against, because you don't feel comfortable in certain environments that you should quit. Take your black ass, over the other side of campus, the athletics complex, because you don't belong in a serious scholarly environment. Do you guys understand that? And you guys have to be strong enough to say, no, I belong, whether you think I belong or not, I belong. I will have my voice heard. I will have my vote counted. I will contribute to betterment. I will better myself. I will better. That's what we have to do. And as part of that, how do you fortify yourself against people's insults, people's slights, people trying to tear you down? You got to be informed. You got to be capable. And I say this, and I say this, and I say this. Because people think showing up is enough. And I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm like, we, we, we have to understand. Nobody cares about your presence. Nobody cares. Nobody cares that you're here because they attribute you to being an affirmative action admin. They think you are less than. Right? Everybody was outraged. Maybe a month ago, people were sending me the message, some guy on Twitter that was all over Reddit, I guess pre-med Reddit, I don't read it, was talking about how black people are forever inferior and will never be capable and they can't be good doctors. And people were all outraged. I'm like, what's the outrage for? What's the outrage for? Is this new information? You thought that, oh, everybody thought you was there because you was capable? You thought everybody just wanted to embrace you and say, oh, come here, little darky. Oh, oh, little darky. We're so happy you're here. Do you guys understand? Congratulations, Josh, on graduating. Black man moving up in higher education. And I say all this to say, a lot of my students are not black. A lot of my students are not minorities. Because again, it's about inclusion and about understanding and about understanding where we come from. And that we are all either a good person or a bad person. And that's not determined by your skin color. Does that make sense to you guys? I'm not saying protesting is wrong. I'm saying you protest this week. What's up next week? You protest this week. Where are you at next week? What are you doing to make a difference, to change the narrative, to open pathways, to create opportunities for black men in America to have a different experience than a police officer with a knee in the back of the neck. Because, we and we're going to get into this. Like I said, I got a whole lot of, we're going to get into this next week. Five days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I'm live all five days coming at you with myself and another black physician talking about racism in medical education. And we're gonna get into it. And we're gonna mark the sessions parental guidance because we're gonna get into it and we're gonna get it wrong when you're real. But we all have to understand, I wanna see where everybody's at next week. You heard it here. I wanna see what what is all these people, blah, blah, where are they at next week? Because, and, and again, we'll talk about this next week from, we'll talk about New Orleans, but I wanna ask you guys a question. You guys remember when New Orleans was hit, Real hard, right, with that water. The water was all coming through. And everybody's like, oh, my gosh. We saw celebrities hopping on private jets to go down there. We're going to save New Orleans. We're going to save New Orleans. It's a crisis. It's a crisis. How's New Orleans look right now, y'all? where everybody go? New Orleans got no problems? So New Orleans is built. i I'm asking. New Orleans is built? Because I saw them on a private jet, they were down there. We believe in the people, this is ridiculous, there's oppression, uh, the disparity between what they have, but where they at? Where, where, Where are they at? What is New Orleans' current state? Do we understand what I'm saying right now? My question to all you young people who wanna make a difference, who have a wonderful, wonderful energy and a zest and feel like, man, this is my time to speak my words. I'm asking you a question right now. What are you doing next week? Because it's easy to post Blackout Tuesday and follow a trend. But how many of you guys are going to be trendsetters, going to be paving the way, future pavers for the future to establish a new precedence, a new experience? Or are you going to be like, oh, yeah, that one time I posted a black square. I was there. Are you going to be the person who's at the protest with your phone out? Oh, yeah, I was at the protest. Look at these videos. I'm in the thick of it. And you left at 9 o'clock. Does everybody understand what I'm saying right now? Because everybody's going to gas you up about what's doing what, what's doing what. And for anybody ever to call me any racial up at that, I'm tolerating from nobody. Nobody. We can go to blows about it. And I mean that in the realest sense of the word. I've done near come to blows at a conference before. I'm not afraid to scrap about it. Because again, I don't have to answer to anybody. I don't care how you feel. I don't care how you feel about me. I don't care. If you don't respect black lives and you don't respect people, you don't respect humans and their feelings, you're trash. That's how I feel. And so if you can't show love to another person, if you can't act genuine towards them and have a genuine concern and care for your neighbor, you're a terrible human being. A terrible, terrible human being. And for people to be out here saying, well, yeah, it's sad the black guy died, but they shouldn't be out here in the streets like that. It's the same argument every year. Different year, same argument. Yeah, I understand, but... uh. Do it a different way. I understand, but, uh, but, uh, but, uh, but, uh, but, uh, well, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, they killed him. They might've killed him. They might've. We don't know. He was high. He was on meth. He was on fentanyl. He might've died from that. No, no, no. Not the grown man with his knee on his back for a solid nine minutes. That didn't kill him. It was the meth. I'll tell you guys something. This is a secret. Don't let anybody, t- let me, shh, shh, shh. you guys ready? Meth is a magical drug. I work in downtown San Diego. We are the meth and heroin capital of the world. Look it up. We're top five. People come in on meth. Perfect blood pressure. He went at Emics. Shot 10 times. Bang, 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 bang. Shot 10 times. Got a little bit of meth in their system. Blood pressure, 120 over 80. Drugs didn't kill him, guys. Whether he was positive or not, that's beside the point. And we're going to get into this next week. I'm telling you guys, I got... Don't let people point you away from the real issue. Don't let people say, hey, they're looting and turn you away from the people who are protesting. Don't say, hey, well, they're protesting and let people turn you away from what's really happening and that a black man was killed unjustly by police officers. One on his neck, three standing around doing nothing. When a harmless, he's laying on the floor handcuffed. You can't stand on the back of his neck, his blood comes out of his nose. Don't let people distract you from the real issue. Don't post a black square and not be aware. That rhymed on accident. Don't post a black square and not be aware. And I'll continue this. And we're going to get into this. (sighs) All right. Let me stop. Let me stop. But let me say this. As we talk about Black Lives Mattering, I want everybody out there to understand this week, it's a black life. But every single person out there, and we can all, if you guys can be honest right now, and, and, and comment in the box so people can see this. How many of you guys feel like a minority in some way? Not necessarily your skin color, but you feel like you're going through something. You're struggling with something nobody else out there is struggling with. You've been through something. right? I was on a, I was on a phone call with my student earlier today, right, who was telling me that she was raised by a drug addict father who used to beat her, abuse her. And she felt like she was the only one going through that. And it messed her up and it messed up her career and she did damage to her GPA early on, different things. And I've been with her now for a bunch of years. She's like, yeah, you know And we were just talking about her journey from going from that wounded place to a place of believing in herself and feeling empowered. And we were talking about her application, she's applying to medical school and I'm so proud of her. She's empowered and she's excited to tell her story in application form. And what I, like, I speak my truth, guys, because I hope to give you guys courage to speak your truth. Does that make sense to everybody? Like, we are all citizens of the earth. We are all human beings and we all are hurt. We all are fragile in some way. We all have something we're self-conscious about. We all doubt ourselves for something. We all are going through things that we don't show other people. And so if in 2020, you can't summon the humanity to say, damn, that's so wrong, they killed that man. If in 2020, you for real can't look in the mirror and say, forget everything else. You can't sit on the back of a of a man's neck for nine minutes and try to justify it. If you don't have that kind of humanity, you didn't see his daughter on the television? His family? His mom? You, Where is your humanity at, people? It's not a, it's like it's not a black issue, it's a human issue. Where is your guys' humanity to say, man, if my dad was killed in broad daylight and everybody witnessed it, how much would it hurt me if people are like, Well, what did he do? Did they really kill him? I think it was the drugs. Imagine that, like, imagine, guys. I'm, I'm just saying, just imagine, right? Imagine as a black man who's been, I'm, guys. We'll, we'll talk about this. I got real life incidents with the police. I'm a large black man. You guys see me in front of you. I'm 300 pounds. I'm a big ass guy. Police get behind me. I literally fall apart. I'm deathly afraid. And that may sound crazy. But I am deathly afraid. If I see a police officer, my whole blood pressure goes like intense. I'm like, oh, the police are behind me. If you can't sympathize with the fear, with the adversity, that, with the stress, with the anxiety that black people in America live with, Man, y'all, you gotta like you gotta have enough human in you to understand what that's like. Is all I'm trying to say. And like I said, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I wasn't even planning on talking this week. I'm gonna let all the trend, the, trend, the wave riders, I'm gonna let all them blow their black square this week. And like I said, let's see. Like I said, Monday, Tuesday, I already got a plan. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, next week. Live. Every single day I'm talking about it. Where is your guys' humanity at? For you guys out here posting saying, I don't understand why everybody's so angry. I don't understand. I don't understand. He probably was doing something wrong. Please, I never that to me. Where is your humanity? Does everybody understand what I'm saying right now? And I want to pull something right now. I want you guys to see this. This is Armand. This is my student. Look at what he says. What happened to him was evil. But looting and rioting and acting like savages helps nothing and sets your cause back. You guys are going to read that. Some of you guys are going to be angry. But it's his opinion. And if he wants to say that, he can say that. And Armand, and this is going to make some people give me a thumbs down right now, and it's okay. I agree, Armand. That's why I don't agree with protesting. Because like I said earlier in this video, there's going to be 99% of the people out there going to be out there for the right reason. And it takes one knucklehead to act foolish. And then everybody characterizes it as foolish. And exactly what Armand is saying right now, I want everyone to pay attention. Because exactly what Armand is saying right now is what Trump knows people are saying right now. I asked earlier, I said, why is Trump laughing? This is why he's laughing. Does this make sense to me? Right? Does this make sense to everybody right now? I want you to thumbs up or comment right now and let me know you understand what I'm talking about. Understand. And we're going to talk about degrees and rhetoric and de- and angulations of arguments and perspective. We're going to talk about this next week. Trust me, all I've been doing is filling up notebooks and fuming. We're going to talk about it. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? Do you guys understand what I'm saying right now? This is the point. Pay attention. You guys are missing the big picture focusing on foolishness. That comment is because Armand is focusing on the wrong thing. Armand is characterizing the looting and the rioting and acting like savages as the whole group because of a few. It's just like in admissions, just like in higher education. If you are a person of color You can't have an off day. You can't come in in your torn up jeans because they'll assume you can't afford jeans that don't have holes in them. They won't think you're fashion forward. Right? Right? You're not a rich person dressing hobo chic. You're just a poor black person. You guys got to understand what I'm saying right now. Does everybody understand what I'm saying right now? You gotta pay attention. Because a bunch of people out here, when I spit the truth and I say, hey, listen, if you go to HBCU, they're gonna assume you're a dark skinned kid and they may very well discriminate against you. I'm a I'm a I'm a what? I'm a coon because I said they may discriminate against you if you go to HBCU, which may, may make it more difficult for you to get to medical school. Right, I went on for 30 minutes and I gave a whole bunch of reasons about HBCUs. We got to pay attention. And Oletti asked a great question. I'm supposed to be off here already. You guys hear my kids. It's bedtime. I'm not supposed to be on here. I just got off work. I'm supposed to go to sleep right now. Oleti just said the question, right? And this is what we're going to get into. We're going to talk about this. KC, what up? Been forever. Why can't you be black and be conservative? And No Shade All smile said, you can But my question is, is when there is a black and he is conservative, what do we call him? And noir. and I'm sorry if I botched your name, are you saying the protest shouldn't be happening because too many people are focusing on the few or should we educate about the bigger reason for these protests? Words, education, y'all. How come nobody has words anymore? Does it like, there's nothing wrong. It's not political, it's a human issue. You can be conservative. And people fill the box up, right? Call him an Uncle Tom, a traitor, a coon, right? You laugh at Kanye for his beliefs. I laugh at Kanye for his beliefs. Not because he supports Trump, but because he can't explain logically why he supports Trump. Does that make sense? Does does everybody understand what I'm saying here? If you want to be conservative, if you want to be racist, I know plenty of racists. I have no problem with racists. Be racist. Your racism is going to stop me from succeeding. Instead, I'm going to use my words to educate you, to inform you, to show you why you're wrong. I'll argue with you, but we can dialogue about it. I don't, I don't block you. I don't unfriend you. No, let's talk about your racist. What's going on? Why do you feel so angry? We gotta educate people. We got to educate people. I got to go, guys. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, five days in a row at 5 p.m., we're talking blackness. We're talking black power. We're talking racism. We're talking discrimination. We're talking degradation. We're talking all of it does everybody understand we're going to get into it reverse racism enter race racism we're going to talk about all the issues because it's more than a black square it's more complex and let me ask this question and I'll leave for all my people of color for all my black males when you saw that guy with the head on the on, with the knee on the back of his neck what were your feelings? It wasn't just straight anger. It wasn't just straight rage. What were your feelings? It's very complex. There's a lot of feelings that go into it. Because there's a whole lot of layers of, of complexity that people may never grasp. And so next week, we are going to try I'm going to try to peel back as many of those layers as I can. As many layers as I can as many layers as I can. And we're gonna talk about the other thing, This is I'm actually really excited about this, is to talk about sexism. Because as part of this, minority women have a different shake than minority men and experience the pain of it differently. And we're gonna talk about that too. Because just as like people talk about anti-racism, it's the same premise we've been talking about for women. Anti-racism, is that new? No, we're saying, hey, don't just say I'm not racist, Saying you're not racist and allowing your friend to be racist, that's not sufficient. If you see a woman being sexually harassed, sexually assaulted, mistreated, and you don't step up, you're just as bad. And how many times, and I'm just going to be honest, I'm disgusted sometimes, Shannon knows I'll break from formation. I see women being degraded and nobody's saying anything. Oh, that's their business, they're in a relationship. This is a woman being physically, verbally assaulted by her significant other spouse, whatever, and you guys are gonna stand around and watch? And say, oh, I don't wanna interject in their relationship? We're going off on a tangent. But watching a, watching a woman be beat up by a man, that's just as bad as watching law enforcement kill a black man if you see discrimination if you see someone being taken advantage of and you don't step up it's unacceptable you're just as culpable you're an accomplice after the fact you guys gotta step up right ariana says i'm hispanic and people have been racist to me forever right i hope there is a change and that's the point so we can hope for change, but until there is change, shoot, until there is change, you got you to gotta rise above it. And I'm constantly telling my students, I say no excuses, just dominate, not because I know that there's, oh, we don't have obstacles. There's a million obstacles. But you can either say, oh, that's insurmountable, or you can step up and say, no, nah. I got it. I got it. I'm going to get it done. We got to recognize, and we ask, "How do you know the people in the room?" We're going to talk about that next week. We're going to talk about it next week. Do you guys understand? Shad's talking about when I almost got arrested in the airport. It's all right, because I won't stand for it. If there's someone being abused, I'm not going to stand for it. I'm just going to rest in the airport. It's all good, right? You guys got to understand. I don't have a tolerance for people to degrade other people. Bullying is over, guys. You guys got to step up for one another. If you guys wanna know how we get other people in the room, how we change things, you gotta be an advocate in how you act and how you deliver and you support other people. You can't just live like a turtle in your shell and protect yourself. Does everybody understand what I'm saying right now? It's very important. We're going to talk about COVID and black people. So that's about C-sections. Don't let people fool you and and distract you from the real issue. Oh, yeah, black people drink and do drugs. That's why they die from COVID. Black people eat unhealthy and drink too much alcohol. That's why they die from COVID. Got to pay attention, guys because there are people every single day who you see and you know are suffering and you don't lend a helping hand. You don't lend a shoulder. You don't say, hey, how can I help you? And that's foul, period. And that's all I'm trying to say. Like again, this is not gonna be a popular video, whatever. I don't give to you know what's because again, I'm not out here for followers. I don't care. What I care about is truth and honesty and making the world a better place. And if you don't stand up for your neighbor, you're weak sauce to be, and you're not a human being. If you see anybody being mistreated, I see people out here, the dog is in the freeway, stop, the dog is being abused, get the dogs back. What about the people every day, the homeless people get kicked on the side of the road? What about the homeless people you step over? Yeah, I'm a good citizen, I help all people, help them. That's all I'm trying to say. We're off topic, but I'm just like, I can't understand why everybody want to act like they're somebody, but you treat the, the per- you want to, I want to make a big difference. I want to, I want to be a doctor so I can heal people, change the world, help the person right in front of you. Right? And you see, as I said that, I got thumbs down. Do you see that? Because it hurts people to hear that they're dropping the ball. While they're like, oh yeah, when I become a doctor, I'm going to help my community. Help the community right now. Where you at? Make a difference right now. There is somebody in your neighborhood who needs your help. That kid you see who looks all disheveled, visibly soiled, he needs your help. Get out there and mentor him. And I know people, like I said, thumbs down are raining in on me right now. (laughs) It's okay. I know it hurts you to hear this, but if you're not there for your neighbor, You're slipping. You can talk all the big game. You can post your black square. You can post a picture of you down at the soup kitchen. But where are you the other 364 days? Sure, you drop some cans off for Thanksgiving. But where are you at the rest of the year helping the homeless? That's all I'm saying. Everybody got to (laughs) choose. Everybody got to choose. Racism, discrimination, Is real. And if we can't acknowledge it. We've lost the battle. And if we can't say. That just because something's not happening to me. That you can't sympathize with it. You can't sympathize. How are you going to be a physician. But you can't recognize another person's pain. You can't understand what they're going through. It's weak. So. Anyway, I'll see you guys Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday next week, 5 p.m. We'll talk about it. We'll see. Everybody have a good night.